Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the debut grand opening of Mad Villain Bistro Bed and Breakfast Bar Grill Cafe Lounge on the Water, where we offer you the finest and the finest things. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Terry Talks podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Clayton Terry. I'm Ryan Terry. And I'm Ethan Terry. And today we are going to be talking about something a little different. Um, we're going to be diving deep into the PS4 exclusive Spider-Man game uh, produced by Insomniac Games. This came out late September of this year. And at this point, two of the three of us have finished it. <laughs> um, Ethan and I have 100%ed it. And mm-hmm. Ryan still has some time to go in the stories in the story. So what we're going to do is we're going to divide this podcast into two sections. Um, we're going to start with a non-spoiler section and just kind of dive into how the game made us feel, the gameplay elements, the story, the characters, and then Ryan's going to step away and Ethan and I are going to do a brief spoiler section and we're going to try and come to the bottom of the question whether or not the best Spider-Man movie is a video game. I figured we just start off the discussion. What do you guys think of this game overall? It's so fun. It's so much fun. Just like uh, the gameplay mechanics really is what seals it for me swinging through the city is so satisfying and um in most open world games it's pretty easy for me to get bored of the world Mm -hmm. because i just don't like you know especially if there's not fast travel system i just don't like spending the whole time traveling but in this game it's just so much fun and it's so quick too like it never feels like you're going that far of a distance Mm -hmm. and uh that seems like a weird thing to talk about right off the gate the, the how fast you go but i feel like it changed it affects so much of how you view the open world mm-hmm. and it's just like it's just so much fun to do that by itself yeah let's do a podcast with the insomniac games director and he talked about how the first thing they created was the swinging through the city like that was the first thing because this game kind of relies on it i would say it does yeah so what do you think in general uh i like it a lot uh i probably have the most problems with it but Saying that, it's still my favorite game of the year, even though I haven't played that many games this year. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely, uh, it's a lot of fun. Everything you say, it's entertaining. It's everything I want from a Spider-Man game, I think. Like, I haven't played many Spider-Man games, so I wouldn't know. But I think overall, it's a lot of fun. I do have minor problems that kind of are a result of its AAA status and its open world, you know open world atmosphere tropes even yeah definitely yeah i mean so i absolutely loved almost everything about this game um ryan you talked about the web swinging aspects um that is arguably the most important part of a spider-man game and they get it so right oh, definitely. Like, mm-hmm. right from the beginning you can tell like oh this this works like it feels like i'm spider-man swinging through the city and that's I feel like ultimately the most important goal of a superhero video game is to make you feel like that superhero. And the beginning of the game makes it very clear that this is the thing they want you to focus on. Because the first thing you do is jump out a window and start web sling. Yeah. And like, I don't know about you guys, but I was not good at it at first, but you get the hang of it. And um, it's, it's so much fun. What'd you guys think of like the combat? The combat's a lot of fun. It's uh, it's very similar to Arkham. Oh, Oh yeah, definitely. I think it's a faster paced Arkham game mm-hmm. but uh 
still still pretty similar. I liked all the uh, special mechanics, like the suit power-ups mm-hmm. oh, were so, so much fun. It had a ton of variety to them. Like the one time, the first thing I did was I used the web bomb. And it's uh, it's right, the first time you get the web bomb when you get like surrounded. And it stuck all the people. And then I used the punk power-up. And they all got smashed into a wall. And the fight was over. Oh, that's so and there cool. was like 20 guys. Mm-hmm. It was like, there's so many fun ways to work with the mechanics in the game. Mm-hmm. It's very, uh, I feel like everyone plays this game a little different. And um, that's, it's really great in that way. Mm-hmm. And the versatility. Definitely. Yeah, I think the combat, yeah, it's very similar to Arkham. And, but where it's better than Arkham, and maybe it's just because it's a time thing. Because Arkham Asylum came out, what? five six years ago or whatever more than that really? i think yeah right? it was before 2012 i don't know i'll look I think it up arkham okay. city was 2012 right? really oh that's crazy yeah. but where this arkham i think spider-man does feel a little repetitive but kind of all game, open world games do so that's not that big of a deal mm-hmm. but uh arkham felt really repetitive because i was never touching the gadgets except for arkham origins where you had like the shocker gloves though that's yes. the only one where i i actually remember like using gadgets within the combat but this one i was especially towards the later of the game when i realized how fun this is and how easy it is to defeat enemies this way i was mm-hmm. switching through each gadget and i would use probably up most of the gadgets like i would use them all up but during the, each specific combat fight and so that was a lot of fun it's also worth noting that we did almost all the side missions before we finished the story i think well you didn't well, I'm, I'm doing the, <laughs> that's what you plan. I'm yeah. doing the side missions before I do the stories, and Ethan did the same thing. Yeah. So when we talk about like the gameplay getting repetitive, mm-hmm. it's worth noting that we we kind of did that. Yeah, to but ourselves. I think if I think if a game wants to be 100 percented, you know, like I think you should strive to platinum every game, yeah. and even mm-hmm. if it doesn't happen, you know, it stinks. But like, I don't think I think their goal is to make it not repetitive and make the pacing stronger, even if because I remember GTA Five. So this is similar. I guess we can talk about this. But the, the side mission and main mission, like, juxtaposition, like, you do two side missions, three side missions, do all these collectible things, and then you get the main story, and it's back and forth. And mm-hmm. I like that pacing, but I have problems with it kind of later in the game. But uh, GTA Five did something similar. But I thought that worked a lot better, because maybe maybe because I thought the side missions were stronger. But uh, yeah, I think... Yeah, I, I had some problems with how they did it in this game. Yeah, I just wanted to point that out because, like, our experience might be different from someone else who just did mostly the story or, like, paced it out so that they did some side missions and some story stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, just real quick, I looked it up and Arkham Asylum came out in October of 2011. Ooh. So, not as old as I was expecting. Asylum? Old. Yeah, Arkham. Uh, oh, wait, no. That's no, Arkham that's, City. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That is crazy. I know. Arkham Asylum was 2009. Oh, my God, that game holds up so good. It's very stylized. Yeah, and I don't think we have a PS4 Spider-Man without Arkham. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, We wouldn't have a lot of games without Arkham. That's true. Because just the combat system is so. You guys were eight when you were playing that. I know. I remember. I got it. I got it on PC, and our PC couldn't run. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. Um, but yeah, I mean, going back to gameplay, I loved it. I love the fighting in it. I love Mm -hmm. the like stealth aspects of it. But I totally agree that it felt repetitive. There are a few games that don't feel, or a few open world games that don't feel repetitive, such as, like, I would say Breath of the Wild. I have a lot of 
some problems with that game, but I think overall every encounter was new, especially like when it comes to combat. So all the combat stuff wasn't repetitive, even though I don't I don't like the 120 shrines, but uh, all the combat. But I can't think of a single game that isn't that because all my favorite open world games, like even like the older Assassin's Creed, incredibly repetitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, newer ones, I guess GTA Five isn't very repetitive but you know, i can't hold everything to the esteem of gta 5 because it might be my favorite game of all time mm-hmm. and then i don't know even more open world games that like triple a open world games that i just don't play anymore because i just mm-hmm. lost interest because losing interest in the genre i would say mm-hmm. well if you but, compared it to sorry but if you compared it to breath of the wild yeah. um i think breath of the wild was kind of the exception in the sense that oh yeah it definitely. didn't have the most interesting like shrines i don't no, think all the time but it had a really interesting uh, overworld that you can uh go through yeah and like none of it was really explained to you so it was um it I think was refreshing i think that's the most important part of any open world game is like the like the atmosphere the world needs to be interesting yeah and i think i think spider-man does it pretty well because it's new york and mm-hmm. I, I really felt like i'm in new york and probably not, when i ever visit new york city for the first time because i haven't done that yet uh i feel like i'll be like oh that's that uh that's where this is, and I'll know where Harlem is, and I'll know where everything is. So yeah. that's cool. Um, but just going back to, you talked about um, side missions, and then also referenced Assassin's Creed, mm-hmm. and the repetitive nature of that. Oh, yeah. Like, you can only find so many feathers in Assassin's Creed before it's like, okay, I'm just doing this for the achievement, or I'm just doing it to 100% it. Mm-hmm. In Spider-Man, especially the first two acts of the game, mm-hmm. I enjoyed doing the side mission stuff more than the, the main story. Main story. Because the main story is awesome. I loved every minute of it. But I loved collecting backpacks and exploring mm-hmm. the city. I loved taking pictures of important landmarks. I loved just being Spider-Man in New York. Yeah, You know what I mean? And I felt like these collectibles immediately had tangible impacts on the gear I had, oh, on how I performed in combat, on how I leveled up. You know what I mean? Also, they weren't that difficult to get either no like, the feathers hard. in assassin's creed suck oh, because no. they're like tedious and there's yeah. a ton of them the backpacks are like a few and there's get, like three in each you area get, and because i like i think all of us are big spider-man fans to yeah. a certain extent like we're not you know we don't know the name of every villain but we know the name of most of them so when we get when we pick up a fragment of mysterio shield like yeah, a shield yeah. thing that's, that's like, so cool like that's really cool and then it says like three lines about that like that's rewarding mm-hmm. enough for me to go and just because the web slinging is like so easy and so fluid that yeah it makes it you know even more rewarding when you get collectibles so we talked about the gameplay aspects how did you guys feel about the story uh i thought it was a really interesting take for the character of spider-man to be Mm -hmm. set like when he's a bit older and um he had been crime fighting for a while now yeah and um i really like that direction i don't i can't think of any i'm sure in the comics there's at some point where Mm -hmm. That happens, but I can't think of any other like outside a comic medium that does that. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that aspect of it. Yeah, I think for the most part, I liked it. I wouldn't say I loved it. I think they're okay. So I think the side missions and the collectibles were the fun aspect of the game for the mm-hmm. first two acts. Yeah. And then the third act was when the, I hated the collectibles and everything, mm-hmm. but then I loved the story. So. That's kind of a pacing issue, but I'll, it's also, at least I like something throughout. I was never like, oh, I hate this. There's always something that shined. And so I think overall the story is good, especially by the end. And I, we can't talk about it now, but. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I I love the third act that I did basically the whole third act, excluding like the side mission stuff, because I did what you recommended and did all that first because yeah. that was kind of tedious. Yeah. Um, but that third act I flew through and mm-hmm. the end works so well. Yeah. And the setup in the beginning for that is mm-hmm. just awesome and perfectly well done. But I mean, you talk about how this is a Spider-Man that's been at it for a while. I think he yeah. says like eight years when he picks up one of the backpacks because he gets his powers 20. at 15. Yeah, I think he's in his, like he's 23. He's 23? Yeah. Oh, I thought he was older. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so he's had his brawls with basically every hero you know the name yeah. of. He has he knows the Avengers he alludes to. Right. He Peter Parker has had these troubles with MJ. Mm-hmm. Their relationship has gone up and down. And I really liked that take, and I'll go more into it in spoilers, but I feel like the stakes were able to be higher because it made sense that this is the most difficult challenge he's faced so far, and it's occurring eight years into him being Spider-Man, into him taking on the mantle of Spider-Man. So I feel like it was able to play with more because it did that time jump. Also, since we mentioned the backpacks as collectibles, there's a little funny throwaway line where he says, like, it's a good thing I got this uh, lifetime supply of backpacks, yeah. which is how he, yeah. he hung up all the backpacks in New York. So it's all a T game, and so it doesn't it doesn't have that like no. raunchy comedy. But like when the comedy, I don't think the comedy lands all the time, and I can kind of pass it off like Peter Parker just being like kind of the <laughs> yeah. nerdy, nerdy geek kid. he is. Mm-hmm. But uh, sometimes he'll say stuff, and I, I was like, I would laugh in my room, and I'd be like, All right, you got me there, Peter. <laughs> Pete. There's sometimes he'd say like something dumb and then he'd be like, Good one, Peter. Yeah, he said that one time and I laughed so hard because I was like, Oh, that was such a stupid joke. And then like five seconds later he's like, Yeah, good one, Pete. Like he said that to himself and I laughed so hard. And I love the idea of someone finding out how that it's Peter Parker is just because he says his name out loud after making dumb jokes. Yeah, he'll like talk to MJ and stuff and while you're beating him. Yeah, there's nothing we can do about that, but it's funny. Did you guys ever you might have not gotten to it yet, Ryan, but the quip superpower? Yeah. I that the jokes in that are really funny actually. Yeah. So I, I yeah, that suit was weird looking, but I liked it. I know I was like, "This is dope," and then I put it on, and I was like, "I look too weird in yeah. New York." I kind of liked it though. It was just like yeah. Uh, overall, uh, I like the suits. I I think a lot of, the suits were cool. Yeah, uh, the, the punk one. The I only liked. one that I'm like, but I imagine they'll touch on this. Oh, actually, I can't talk about it. Spoiler, it's a spoiler thing. Never mind. Sorry. Is it the last okay. one? No, it's not the last one. It's a, a suit. I wish it was in the game, but. There's a reason why it wasn't. We'll Naked Spider-Man. No. Is it Sam Raimi Spider-Man? No, it's a Venom suit. <laughs> a symbiote suit. Oh, okay. Why couldn't you talk about it? Just because you know Venom doesn't come into play? No, because we'll talk about it in the spoilers. Oh, I must have missed, missed something. something yeah. We'll talk about it in spoilers. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> Woody Harrelson shows up with a yeah. wig on. Right, he's like, oh. <laughs> like a turd in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, I gotta get that Venom. <laughs> I gotta get that. <laughs> Uh, we should see Venom and do a podcast on Venom. Should we? No, we should. Okay. I have first man to see. And Bad Times of the El Royale and Stars Born. Stars Born. That one's that one's pretty good. Yeah. Let's just do a podcast. Let's on that. a film podcast. <laughs> oh, we're so bad at that. Um. So we've touched on it so far. Um. Gameplay story. How'd you guys feel about the characters? Peter Parker, Aunt May, Miles Morales, MJ. How'd you feel about those standout characters? I'd like to say that. Having not been done with the story yet and having played the first two acts, I'd like to say, on Bowsforin, um, I think the writing is charming, but a little weak in terms of the dialogue. Okay. 
and I don't know if that changes later on, um, but it seems a little like, I don't know, it seems like a cartoon at some points, and that's not a bad thing. It certainly adds to the aesthetic, but uh, I just thought felt like that was worth noting because sometimes the characters um, were interesting, mm-hmm. and I liked that they had implemented so many iconic characters. Like no one else has, no one else has Miles Morales until the uh, Into the Spider Verse comes out. Mm-hmm. Like well, no, no one, like non comic. Yeah, no non comic has like Miles Morales with these like more uh, deeper lore. Not to say they're like super deep, but yeah. deeper lore characters than um, say the Sam Raimi movies can offer. And uh, I really like that aspect of it. I like how it explores those characters' arcs. Um, but that's just that's how I feel, anyways. I actually I really like the characters. I think overall every character is pretty much nailed. I think the mm-hmm. only uh, I think the only one not nailed is maybe Aunt May because she isn't Marisa Tomei. All right. I hope that's a joke because I'm about to fight you on that. <laughs> no, I, I don't think she's fine. <laughs> but uh, I like MJ. I like Peter and MJ's relationship. Uh, I don't like the facial animation for Peter and MJ. <laughs> the only good facial animation is Miles Morales and Doc Ock. Doc Ock and Jefferson Ock Davis. Davis uh, yeah. Jefferson Davis was like weirdly good. <laughs> but uh so I like I like all the characters. Speaking of Jefferson Davis, I really liked his relationship with both Miles and Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And then where that ends up. And uh yeah, I think pretty much everyone was nailed. I can't think of anyone that was like, oh that's kinda that felt wasted, but MJ and Peter are really cute together. <laughs> I, I like, love it. Yeah. The I mean, only one maybe is Norman Osborne, but I think he'll be more fleshed out. Yeah later maybe 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 not maybe not you don't know ryan <laughs> and okay. listener um i i feel like they nailed every single character yeah. so well i think peter parker is exactly what i know of peter parker from the comics i mean i haven't read that many comics but from what i do know of him from the aspects of him i loved in homecoming are present aunt may is awesome and mj is the same way i love that these aren't like helpless damsels in distress like they have their own agency mm-hmm. and they're clearly incredibly competent and like if they didn't know peter parker was spider-man then like he's the most incompetent person in this story you know what i yeah, mean absolutely um they're always sneaking around <laughs> so he's just leaving yeah and um, may sneaking around <laughs> yeah it feels like it feels like mj challenges peter's intellect and just yeah. like mm-hmm. his ability to save people which is really mm-hmm. interesting and refreshing it feels like they're on an equal playing field. Like, he's the one with superpowers, but she's the one that knows people better and knows how to get what she wants better. Yeah. And she's equally as willing to help people. You know what I mean? And I don't see that anywhere else. You know what I mean? Homecoming hasn't had a chance to get there yet, yeah. but it's not in the Sam Raimi movies. It's not in Amazing Spider-Man, which I forgot about until just saying <laughs> the titles right now. Um, yeah, I just loved every character. The villains are like the soon-to-be villains that you know exist whatnot the um, from the comics mm-hmm. so octavius is like so nuanced mm-hmm. and understandable you understand it's a facial animation and like what it's a facial animation yeah, yeah. So good. he's very likable too yeah and Nor- norman osborne it's perfectly like, like that corporate evil mm-hmm. and whatnot and fisk i mean you don't see too much of him in that beginning but it really captures who he is as well um, I love Tombstone. Talk, yeah, I was about to say, can we talk about my favorite villain? It is definitely Tombstone, because his fight, uh, well, he, when he encounters Spider-Man, 
that their whole dialogue and relationship so just funny. felt like so like yeah. wholesome, but I somehow know. like it's still hero versus villain. And I was when he's because like, Tombstone, oh. Tombstone loves it. Yeah, he's like, I haven't had a good fight yeah. in years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's I got a combo man. over a hundred in that fight. Yeah, I know. Oh you're just God, wailing on him. <laughs> it's not hard. It wasn't a very creative fight, but I like no, the dialogue. Was funny. It's probably the weaker boss yeah. fights, but I just the dialogue made up for it. How'd you guys feel about the difficulty of this game? I felt like it was pretty hard at first. Yeah, I felt it was pretty hard, hard at first. first yeah, I think, but later in the story, maybe when the third act started, I was like, "Oh, this is kind of tough." But then eventually, I got a groove on. I think that's when I realized how important the gadgets are to fights and how important mm-hmm. each suit special power is. I think that's when I really made the game my own. And, you know, it definitely allows you to explore each aspect of it and like work around, uh, like see what you can do with everything. You know, did you play amazing or spectacular? I played whatever media amazing. Yeah. There's yeah, friendly, the amazing and spectacular. Yeah. I did. Kind of I amazing. did too. I kind of wish I played Spectacular. Same. I, I played Amazing, and I thought the game was too easy. Mm. Um, I could have upped it, but it felt like what made it easy wouldn't have been changed by me yeah. upping it. I, I probably should have tried. I think, yeah. actually, I'm happy I didn't, because when it's when we talk about the third act, like side missions that I don't like, I'm talking about the crimes, the Sable crimes, and then the regular crimes. Those were hard, actually. Yeah. The Sable yeah. ones were hard. But they're also, they're incredibly time-consuming, and yeah. like they're not very fun. No. So, like, I'm happy. I wish I could turn on Friendly for that and just get him over with, steamroll him, and then move on. But I didn't. So mm-hmm. maybe that's why I disliked it. But You could have actually changed it in the... Yeah, I know. Yeah, but... I just didn't think about it. or thought it ruined something. Yeah. I Now that you're saying that, the beginning was kind of hard. I remember it took me several tries to defeat um, Kingpin. Yeah, yeah, defeat Fisk. But um, by the end, I was like, I know what I'm doing. So maybe I should have upped the difficulty... For like the story at the end, maybe that would have been smart. But at the same time, I was like, I'm loving this. I want to get through the gameplay to get the story. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. There's no boss fight other than Fisk, where I was like, Oh, I'm low on health, or Oh, I'm doing this. Like, especially towards the end, it was like. What about Shocker? Shocker. Was Shocker got me a few times. Yeah. Guys, is that in the bank? Yeah. Yeah, it's in the bank. It's early, so you probably did it years ago. Uh, no, yeah, I think I. Uh, no, I think that was was hard too. I just forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys think about the missions? So this, they did something I was not expecting, and they had like Miles Morales missions, and they had MJ missions. What do you guys think about that changing it up, not playing as Spider-Man? I didn't hate them. I noticed a lot of people disliked them online. Really? Yeah. Of course they did. Yeah, and I didn't. I didn't think that they were that bad. Yeah. I mean, they were certainly like not as fun as the Spider-Man parts, but they were like they were manageable. Mm-hmm. I mean, the stealth mechanics for it. Uh, some of the characters aren't great especially in mj especially in the tombstone mission like i could be like rubbing against someone's thigh and they won't notice <laughs> like hey <laughs> uh, yeah i i liked i kind of liked them i think they were good like to break up the spider-man swinging around i think they were good for the pacing of the main story but i don't uh some of them i was getting sick of but the, one of my probably one of my favorite missions in the game is uh it, you're mj but you watch spider-man do stuff Yes, so cool. I was gonna talk. About I was that. like, he's on the wall, and I'm like, oh my god, that's Spider Man. It's like I was just playing as him, but for some reason, this is cooler. Watching him do stuff, and then you're like, MJ is pointing out who to get. Is oh, that was so cool. That is what made me want to do this podcast. I was yeah. like, I'm enjoying this game. It's fun and whatnot. And then I played that mission. I was like, this is like new. Like this is some new gameplay aspect that I've never seen before in a video game. And the fact that it's Spider Man makes it so much better. I just. Oh, I love that mission so much. 
But yeah, I mean, to your point, Ryan, I I thought some of the mechanics within the MJ and Miles missions were weird. Like the way they went about with stealth was kind of interesting, but the actual, like, I had fun playing as it and I like what it did for the story and I like how it broke up that pacing. It was just that the stealth wasn't as flushed out as it was with Spider-Man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the stupid statue at the beginning. Yeah, I was so I spent so long looking at that stupid statue. Yeah, just, I think that was a hard puzzle. <laughs> I don't think it was it's just I wasn't it clearly indicated like what what, what I should read or anything because I'm going to I'm looking and I'm flipping stuff over like a hundred times and I'm like, oh I should have went to this different table with a different piece of paper that I should have flipped over twice. And all the so, tridents look the same and you pick yeah. one up and she's like, That's not the right trident. Yeah. And I was like, like, what? How do you nothing, know? Nothing yeah. makes me more bad in a video game than when there are characters alone in a room. It, she's not even alone. She probably shouldn't be talking in that instant. But she, she decides to talk to make me feel like an idiot. At she's a like, very high Oh, volume. you should probably look at that newspaper over there. <laughs> Screw yeah. off. MJ. Or Peter's like doing a... Spider-Man's doing like a stealth mission. And it's like, lights out. It's like, you didn't need to say that. It's yeah. like, or the good one, Pete. It's like, you are risking it. Yeah. Like he says that. I, and they're like, oh, he's up there. I hate that stuff. They got They got All video games do this in which... It's like the stealth missions or just combat where they say the one-liner, but then I hear it 30 times in a row, and yeah. it's like, I hate that, because I was just playing, oh, I played Horizon Zero Dawn, that's also a great open-world game, which is, we can talk about later, but uh, the uh, every, she would say, every time she would make the robots man, she would be like, oh, they'd be cool to look like, look at if they weren't hunting for me, and she said she said that like three times in a row one time, <laughs> and I lost my mind, I'm like, stop, I, don't, I, I heard it once. You know what I really liked, a, a mechanism of this game? is say, like, you get a call from Yuri, and then you accidentally start a mission right at that point. Mm-hmm. The mission, and then we'll call back and be like, sorry, I lost you. Yeah. And I was like... Oh, really? Yeah, that happened to me once oh, that, or twice. Oh, you're, that actually happened? I thought you were talking about you wish that happened. No, that genuinely happened. Oh, I never where I, accent, I was, like, going around, and I accidentally, like, jumped into, like, a demon outpost or something. Mm-hmm. And then and Yuri would call back and be like, sorry, I lost you. What were you saying? And literally just, like, continue the story. Oh, that's cool. And it felt like they, they didn't have to do that, because it was usually extraneous, and I was fleshing out these characters... But I really appreciated it. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about how funny J. Joe Jameson is in this game? He's pretty great. As I did not turn those off. I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed those. Because he'd be like, you'd do one side mission where you chase pigeons. And he's like, Spider-Man is implanting bombs and pigeons or whatever. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Uh, they really nailed him in this game, I think. Mm-hmm. And he's, you never see him either, really. Did you have a favorite and least favorite like side mission? Like you talked about catching pigeons. Uh, I know for me personally, I did not like the Taskmaster stuff. Me neither. I, I actually like that stuff. I hated catching the pigeons. After like I the third, like the pigeons third pigeon, pigeon, I was like, I'm so, so sick of this shit. Well, because that came a co- became and a collectible. Then, and then it's like they're making this. Uh, they're like flushing out the story. It's like this homeless man's wife collected the pigeons. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I would kill all these pigeons if I had the chance. I do not care. I don't understand. What does he do? Does he like catch it? And like yeah, no. re-release yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, I don't really care. That's, that's funny. What does he return <laughs> the pigeon to the guy? No, he says like he says like, oh, go back home now. He would like say stuff like that. And then, oh, does he? Get a into a You get a call from the the guy. He'd be like, oh, Rudolph just came down. <laughs> Rudolph the pigeon. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like, why would they run away from him in the first place? Right, this this one thing I don't like in this game, and I, I, you guys might think differently, but I don't like. I feel like so Homecoming mentioned one time when they the one time they mentioned Ben Parker. It's like, oh, Aunt May has been through a lot. This 
video game, and I know it's a lot longer than a two-hour movie, but they are constantly like, oh, Aunt May's been a lot. Oh, I miss Ben. Oh, you're so Ben. Uh, and, it's been like, like the eight years. 45th time of them telling me that Ben died. I'm like, move on, man. No, I, I disagree. I don't so think they, they don't do it as much as they do it in the Raimi movies. Because, like, obviously... I don't like those that. movies either. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like it felt relevant. And it was small stuff. Like, you look at the picture in her office and it's like, miss you. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> Why? You didn't have to look in her office. <laughs> Yeah, but I have to click everything. I gotta yeah. platinum the game. I gotta do every little thing. <laughs> you really don't. That's one of the achievements. Just click on everything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It made sense to me. Because this is a time of like immense turmoil for all of them. And the last time that they all shared that was probably with Ben. I mean, Peter's been doing all this stuff on his own. But last time that Aunt May also went through something. Yeah. This like... Devastating. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was a little much. And then you visit his grave like i would like visiting his grave because i was wholesome and then like yeah but then i'll play a mission i'm like oh and, uh, uh, what's her name Aunt May? yeah that's it. <laughs> she would be like oh you remind me you're such a parker oh you're such you're so like ben and i'm like oh my god i don't need this <laughs> i know <laughs> he's dead <laughs> oh my god it's better than in the amazing spider-man where we find out like his parents made there will never be good you should never go you should never develop Peter Parker's parents. It'll never end up well. What yeah, is no it cares. in the comics? Because in this game, there were CIA agents or something. In the game? Yeah, he mentions. Oh. He was like, he was like, they worked for the FBI, but I still don't know what they really did. Oh, I hate that. Sh- I hate that. I don't Wait, know. what What did they do in the comics? What did they do in the other movies? Did. In Amazing Spider-Man, they are basically, his dad's a scientist, but also like a CIA like operative type thing. Like the equivalent of <laughs> Agents so of dumb. S.H.I.E.L.D., but they can't have, they can't use that because they didn't have the rights to that. So... They were like, because he helps, he helps the lizard guy. And it, so this is all Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. Oh, I remember this now. He helps the lizard guy. He's trying to help the lizard guy make limbs. And then eventually, <laughs> either in Amazing Spider-Man 1 or 2, he's like, uh, oh, Peter, this was all for you. I meant for you to be Spider-Man or like something like this. Or he, cause, That's really Because Spider-Man, the spider thing is like a... Who cares? <laughs> who cares? I remember liking those movies when I saw them, but... How would he mean for his son to be Spider-Man? Because it's like, they're all like enhancements of animals. So the lizard's enhancement of a lizard. And he's like, Peter, my son is a spider. Well, I don't know if he's a spider, but he meant like, I was doing all this for you. But I do think this, the Osborne research was a result of whatever he was doing. Yeah. The Parker research. So I think it was like, it's fucking stupid. It's because, <laughs> it's because some Sony executive mandated that this must be in the film, probably. Maybe. Can we talk about the critiques now? Or do you sure, we, yeah. We kind of, we're already touching on it, but. All right. Do you want, do you want me to go first? <laughs> you seem like you want to go first. Okay. My, I think my biggest problem, I, we talked about it a little, but my biggest problem with this game is that it felt, you know, I was, I was kind of tired at the end and I did play the game a lot in a very short <laughs> amount of time, but it, like in the beginning, I was like, oh, I was energized to do all this. And then. The research stations popped up, and I was like, all right, I did all those. And I'm like, oh, those yeah. kind of tedious. All right, next thing. And then the pigeon popped up, and I'm like, all right, I did all that. And then the Taskmaster, which I actually kind of like the Taskmaster because I like the combat missions and the stealth missions. I Except hated the drones. The drones. Drones, drones, drones were the sucked. worst drones? aspect of the game. And what was the other really annoying one? There was the bomb ones. Bomb ones. Those, those were impossible. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's just stupid. But uh, so then, but they were just like piling on because like, I don't think each one, even the Taskmaster, like, I don't think it's that bad. And then, they just, but they kept piling on, and then it's like, 
eventually you get, so you do, I don't know how many, you probably do 20 crimes per area. And there's like probably seven, eight, nine areas, something like that. And that, that is way too much. Because me just flying, like swinging around waiting for these crimes because I'm trying to platinum the game. I understand I'm trying to platinum the game. So it's kind of like I should go through the extra step, but still felt like a little much. Yeah. So, yeah, I also thought that the crime ones were probably one of the most annoying parts. You haven't even reached when it gets yeah, bad. It gets really yeah. bad. Yeah. But just like. Uh, I remember that I had I I was also trying to platinum the game, and I was under the impression that you needed like every single crime token and every single. No. So I had um three starred every single cr- uh, crime oh, token except for one, Which, and it bothered me so stopped. much. That's and that was the fifth one of that area that yeah. I didn't get and it bo- it bothered me so much. You don't need every crime token. Yeah, I tried to get every challenge token too and then I just for stopped. Taskmaster. Yeah. Yeah, Ethan gave me advice on this once but um you can do stealth and combat pretty easily. Oh yeah. And then stealth was fun. I loved it. Stealth was. I put on a stealth suit. I would just click the uh I forget what it was called, but the one where you just yeah, it well, it'd be Y, but it would be like the aerial the takedown suit. Yeah. And then you just keep going through, and I would just keep looking at it, and I would get like a gold, and I'd be way, I'd do it way better than the gold was. It was great. That was fun. Nick Cage is playing Noir Spider Man, right? Yep. Oh my god. And John Mulaney Spider Man. But I found myself in doing all these side missions, I was like, I probably wouldn't have been so eager to do them if I didn't have a podcast to listen to. And I don't know if that's the best thing in a video game where it's like, I'm focusing on other podcasts i'm listening to while turning my brain off and just doing these stupid side missions over and over again and but not even, the crimes aren't that creative there's like three different crimes there's a car yeah. accident there's pe- car people chase. on a street yeah. <laughs> people just on a street Shootouts. and a car chase banks no there's also like the banks. bomb stuff where it's like they're planting bombs and you have i only to... did that well, twice not... out of the there weren't a Probably lot of those. I, I did it more than twice. I probably like the hundreds of crimes I did. I, I, I like where you're, it's like stealth and you kill the three people and they do the bomb inside of the building and then the bomb on the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I only did that twice. It wasn't no, banks. Three times. It wasn't banks, but they were like jewelry store heists. Yeah, but that's still just, they, like they could have been on the street. It didn't I make know. it any different. They would have done more creative. Those, those ones were so repetitive. I hate this. I like those ones just for the fact that whenever I did them, I swung into the bank Used the pump power up, got them all knocked out, and then they got all the got a crime token for it. So that was, <laughs> and they just flew away. Yeah, I um, I liked all the side missions. Um, I talked about the Taskmaster stuff was difficult, the drone and bomb stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only thing I would take out of the game is half of the crimes in Act Three because it is oh, too horrible. much. It is bad. I I remember being so defeated. So you do. So Act 3 enters in the, I don't know if it's the end of Act 2 or the beginning of Act 3, but that mission is incredibly fun. Great mission. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you get thrown back into New York City, and then you're there, and I check the minimap, and it's like, I have 10 more crimes in an outpost, or probably like two outposts in each place, and I was like, oh my god, I thought I was coming to the end of the game, and now yeah. I'm really not in it, because uh, it took so much time, you never want to pile random crap on at yeah. the end of the game. You don't. You don't want your video game to feel like busy work. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, but if you are, throw it in the beginning. Like, let me, let yeah. me, because I was doing the research, like, the, the research station is probably one of the first, like, little side mission collectible things you get. And I, I was flying through those. I was like, oh, these are kind of creative and fun. And then, yeah, and they were more hard, you know? Yeah. And, the, like, then you got to talk to Harry Osborne. Yeah. Which is the guy from Speed Racer. This is the villain from Speed Racer. <laughs> is it really? Is his voice? Yeah, Scott oh, Porter awesome. is the voice. Of- <laughs> That's awesome. I loved the research once because it was like, it was always be like, wow, this could destroy the city tonight. And yes. he had to like, like save it. He I saves, just got here. He saves yeah. three pigeons and he's like, oh, woo, yeah. that's Harry's station's going to stay. Yeah. And there's like, there's like, there's one where it's like smog over the entire city and he's like, this could pollute the entire city or just like dumb shit like that. It's very comic-y in that regard where it's like. This problem is going to ruin everything, and I found out about it 15 minutes ago. Yeah, it's like, I gotta save it now. And it's like, wait, if I just flew past this, we would all be dead. But, but to that point, I don't care that much. About that. To that point, um, in Civil War, mm-hmm. one of the ways they introduce Peter Parker is they say that when you have these powers, it feels like if you don't do anything, you're part of the reason this is happening. Mm-hmm. Like you're part of the bad. And I felt that in this video game. I don't know if you guys did too, but I would be like, I am doing the research stations now. And a crime would happen. I'd be like, oh, I would do that. there's a hostage in a car somewhere. I have to save him. Like, I felt like Spider-Man in that regard. You're giving me a look, Ethan. Oh, no, I feel I just, like it wasn't mutual. <laughs> no, I just, I, I don't know if it's because like, I'm just so used to like, just like open world games throwing like, oh, distress on I'm like, I just go by and I'm like, I do, I'm not in the mood to do a crime right now. I don't care. And so I just that I would do that in Spider Man. I don't know. I didn't feel anything. I, I, I felt me, like, like for me it'd be like I'd be passing by and be like, and the crime would pop up, and I'm like, I'm near it anyways. Yeah. I would get well, it. Mine was like more like I'm a completionist. I want to do it. But if I wasn't in the mood to do it, like at that moment, which is rare, but if I wasn't, I just wouldn't do it. I'd just fly by it, and I would have no remorse. I'd be like, someone could have just been murdered in a car accident. <laughs> a building could have been blown up. I couldn't care less. <laughs> oh gosh! I always like when one disappeared. I'd imagine like a missing persons case. Yeah. What if one of the Daily Bugles is like crime ignored by Spider Man? Yeah, there <laughs> is some. Yeah, I heard some people. I Wait, I never had this even when I skipped the crimes, but I heard some people. Jake Joan the Jameson would have like he'd be like someone uh, someone on the streets saw Spider Man go past the crime and not care. Really? I never had that though. So I don't know how. True That's that cool is. though. That's like one of the small things like greeting oh, yeah. civilians in this game oh, yeah. that i like just love i wish there was more emotes you could do yeah because you can only like wave and then wave double high five selfie yeah hey spider-man do a backflip <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh that should have been a character that should have okay, made a cameo spider-man <laughs> okay spider this is my car <laughs> uh, so we can't help it we're referencing homecoming do we want to move into spoilers do you guys have anything else to get out in the non-spoiler section? I'll just go. <laughs> Ryan, I'm sorry. You knew what you were signing up for when you didn't finish the game. <laughs> no, we'll just have a brief spoiler section to talk about like how we felt about the end of the story. And ultimately, is this the best Spider-Man movie? So I think it's in like either Spider-Man 1 or Spider-Man 2 in the same Rainy trilogy, but he's basically has to deliver all his pizzas. <laughs> he has to do it in like a record time where he's about to get fired. You have to deliver like 10 pizzas in 
five minutes we're gonna get fired something ridiculous and so he's doing it and then he realizes it's not gonna work he's like driving a scooter and it's two of them scooter so he like takes the pizzas and he runs into an alley and it stays it's the shot stays on an alley it's just the dude and the guy watching and then he comes out as spider-man with a bunch of pizzas and he's swinging away and the guy's like hey that guy stole that guy's or he said spider-man stole that guy's pizzas <laughs> so funny oh my god that's amazing yeah. um but yeah so this is just gonna be <laughs> we'll leave that in um uh, we're just going to talk about like the ending of the game and then talk about how this compares to the movies. So, first off, I lost it when Miles got bit. I was, yeah, was pretty dope. so excited. Pretty, at first I was like, is MJ going to get bit? I know. Oh my god, that would be so cool. And then Miles got bit, but it's still also cool. It's so cool. Because like, I, I remember talking to you. I was like, they're really setting up Doc Ock to be the villain in the DLC. Because I was so certain that um, Mr. Negative was like the main villain and it yeah. kind of is but dr octavius obviously is the one that takes that mantle in the third mm-hmm. act and they set it up so well and they don't they don't make it obvious maybe it's just because spider-man has so many villains that like it could also be norman osborne it could also just yeah. be mr negative yeah. but yeah definitely it it, it is kind of weird because it's like I, I was really expecting green goblin to be the villain because i was like oh norman osborne now he's the bad guy and then i was like then doc ock started doing stuff and i was like oh he's gonna be the guy and then mr negative was gonna be like is it like spider-man 3 where there's a hundred villains coming at me yeah. yeah but and there kind of is but they do it well they do it well because i don't i don't care about rhino vulture lizard or Electro. lizard's not in it <laughs> it is scorpion scorpion so liz- oh lizard's super amazing <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Lizard. yeah scr- so but all those like i think those are good especially in a video game those are great side villains that because i don't couldn't get for two shits about rhino it's backstory <laughs> yeah they did it really well though because yeah. doubling up the two so like oh yeah mr negative we're gonna talk and, about the boss fights yeah well let's just start from the first one so that's okay. electro and vulture dope i so, so funny. this is where the game i feel like very very much shines because i feel like out during the game i was like wow there's not a lot of boss fights i want to fight spider-man's villains because the yeah. e3 previews all his villains getting released and i figure that's going to be I the wish beginning that of the game i wish that wasn't the preview oh yeah i do yeah i really did that was stupid but they got you know they got to sell you sell the game yeah so uh but when they show up and then they're like oh we'll do dual boss fights i was like oh so i'm gonna fight so what i thought was gonna be like a arkham city thing where each villain's gonna take a part of the city i was like oh that's gonna be really cool but yeah. then the boss fights showed up and i was like i was really surprised how cool it was and it was really like satisfying and refreshing to fight vulture and electro at the same time yeah oh, that's so cool I, I think i actually like the rhino and scorpion one more that one was more difficult but i think i like the other one better yeah i don't know it was great and then all the dialogue in that is so great because spider-man doesn't really care and then they're like <laughs> they don't really care either like they're like they hit him they're like not this time spider-man i'm like oh that is so comic-y but i love it and these, yeah uh, it was great I love, there's no other place we've seen that where it's like, we've fought a dozen times before and Spider-Man's like, I have other priorities. Yeah, I know. He's like, my I prof- don't really care. And my professor is the main bad guy right now. I don't yeah. want to fight the, his top goons, mm-hmm. but it works so well. And like you said, the characters are so comic booky, but it just, it, it feels so fun. I love how they look. I look, cause I don't yeah. want, Electro is such a stupid character design, but having the scar on his face, that star yeah. scar, and then. And I like how he looked. And I, lo- I loved how he moved. Chasing Shocker and Electro throughout this game was uh, probably the coolest, probably coolest moment for me because it's like really? it feel the, it, my favorite part of Amazing Spider-Man Two 
the uh, best out of the non-homecoming movies <laughs> is when he, when he fights Electro and he's Electro's like moving like that. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And it looks straight out of the comic book. And then when it happened in the game, I was like, oh, that is. And then I'm actually like, I'm doing it. I'm not just yeah. watching Andrew Garfield do it. I, like, I'm doing it. It's so cool. How'd you feel about the Scorpion like Scarecrow missions? Because those were dope. Oh, I forgot about those. Those were awesome. so cool. Yeah, those are cool. I like because that was fun to move. And then, yeah. And then I loved the best part of all those fights were definitely the finishers, doing the finishers. Because yes. the whole time I was like, because we do whatever the first one is, Fulture and Electro. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, those finishers are cool. And then when I did Scorpion, I was like, oh, what is this finisher going to be? And then when I did Ryan, I was like, oh, this finisher going to be. And then when I did Doc Ogg, I was like, what's this finisher going to be? So he like stabs Scorpion is the best. He stabs yeah. it into the ground and then like swings on it and kicks him in the oh, face. Yeah, so good. What was Rhinos? I don't remember. I didn't get that many finishers because I actually, I we talked about the difficulty earlier, but yeah. um, I did actually struggle in those boss fights. That was like last three. So yeah. I think a Rhino and Scorpion, uh, I think was the most challenging. But that was really rewarding. That, that's I probably agree. my favorite out of the three. I well probably not. Doesn't beat the last one. Yeah, I um. I like how they kind of squabble and Spider-Man just lets that happen and then locks them away and it's like, oh, yeah. goodbye. I love that. <laughs> I don't so, have time this. It's just so like wholesome and it's not like, it feels like nothing matters. Like if, like when it went to, with those villains, like I want stuff to matter with Doc Ock, but I don't, I don't want Rhino to get killed or Scorpion to get killed. I just want them to be there and it'd be like, oh, it's kind of cute that they're there. It was horrifying to play as Miles running away from Rhino. <laughs> remember that yeah that was so was fun like, though it was, was like, scary. Oh, i'm kind of scared like so i know he's not gonna do anything when whenever it's like they find you he just like steps in your direction it's like boom boom and it's like shows a scared face no he that's crushes like, you that's oh, what really? i interpret yeah oh I, I'm, I'm pretty no, sure, I'm pretty he, sure he just lifts his foot up and then it cuts away no he lifts his it's like the it's like pov shot and he lifts oh, his God. foot up and then it covers up like the i must have not died that's horrifying <laughs> yeah i died and uh, yeah it was bad because all the other times it was like no yeah and, I got, hey, like, I hate that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so especially during the MJ mission, it was like stealth mission. I'm like, and it was like that one museum girl. She finally, she's like, no. I'm like, you don't care. <laughs> like, what is the museum girl going to do? Just walk away. <laughs> There's the first, I didn't realize the boxes were like a thing because I didn't, I don't read prompts. So I like kicked over a bunch of boxes. Oh, I, and the guy I was just like, hey, <laughs> and immediately saw me. Yeah, the tombstone one, I kept knocking, just stepped on glass. And they were like, someone over there. And MJ would be like, <gasps> so uh, we talked about the vulture and electro fight so that was cool rhino and scorpion also cool i like the environmental like aspect of it like just throwing crates on a rhino's head and then definitely i loved how if it's cool because and then at times i was i was using rhino to attack scorpion or vice versa wait how'd you do that i don't remember but i remember wait does one of them scorpion occasionally jumps down so did you get rhino to charge the scorpion oh yeah yeah that's, that's what I did. awesome yeah it was really cool I mean, then there's no like cool animation, it, but he, there was awesome dialogue. It was like, "You're hitting me, idiot." That's so like good. That. And that, so that was great. Or like if Rhino goes through um, Scorpion's like spit or whatever he does. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Ooh, he spits like ass or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, but I, but I had both of those, so that was cool. And uh, but can we talk about the last fight? With should we talk about Mister Negative's fight first? Oh, I forgot about the one. Yeah, <laughs> that was um, cool. Actually, that was more like run of the mill in the two before and the one after it i felt like yeah the fact that i just forgot is pretty telling <laughs> yeah but um visually i thought it was really cool like that yeah. monster that he kind of i hate i hate sable when she should, i hate like i just don't like sable yeah video. i'm just not a fan and there's the dlc is gonna have some sable stuff i don't care, I don't care less i, I hope the dlc goes more into like miles 
Morales. Yeah, me too. I hope the next game is just you play as Miles Morales. I hope move on. Oh, Peter Parker. Yeah. yeah, let Peter Parker like be the guy in the chair. Like I think there's a way to not kill off these characters we love, but still let them prop up other characters. You know what I yeah, mean? Definitely. Like I don't. I love Peter Parker, and I don't want to see him die. But if he's been doing this for eight years, it makes sense for Miles Morales to take on the mantle. But Peter Parker yeah. would feel terrible if something happened to him, so he's going to lead him along the way. Imagine, like, the perfect back and forth between Peter Parker and Miles Morales, like, in his head, like, an Alfred and uh yeah. type thing. It was just, oh, that'd be so fun. But now let's talk about the final fight with Octavius. So I, in the beginning, I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I was like, oh, I'm kind of getting sick of this. I wish we were, so I was, because I watched a bunch of, I mean, because playing Spider-Man, I was like, oh, I got to watch some Spider-Man clips. So I was watching the Spider-Man 2 clip when they fight on the side of the building. And no joke, I was playing on top of the roof and I was like, why aren't we on the side of the building? That'd be way cooler. I understand it's kind of hard, but why aren't we on the side of the building? <laughs> yeah. And then like all the cutscene stuff happens and then we're on the side of the building and it's that very cinematic like health bar is taken so away. Good. I don't know. Can you die in that moment? And I didn't die. I didn't get hit. I, I was. I don't think I got hit either. I think if you got hit, you died. Oh, really? Because I was like, because it started to get quicker and yeah. I was like, I feel like if I just get nailed once, this is going to be it. Which would kind of make sense, like thing just goes through yeah. you or something, which they probably. Oh no, I did get hit, and it, like he beats the hell out of you, but I. I didn't. It doesn't instant kill you. No, but it looked very looked painful. <laughs> okay. But but that was like that whole so cinematic, and I it was, was so it was good. so rewarding for me to be like, oh, I wish I was on the side of the villain. Like you got Doc Ock and Spider Man, two characters that like are built to <laughs> climb on buildings, and yeah. then you stand on the side of the building, and it's like it's so like rocky or like raging bull where he's like he's got like his hands up he's like yeah he's dodging his stuff oh it was really cool i think the third act of this game is just so incredible it's amazing when he's like what is he says something and he says peter and peter's like you knew he like says yeah he asked if he knew if it was spider-man oh yeah i know what you're talking about no no doc ock just like says his name yeah and he's like you knew and that idea that like Peter Parker had been assuming, like, oh, he doesn't think I'm this. Yeah. And that's why he could still be, like, saved. Uh-huh. And then he realizes that he would do all this terrible stuff to Peter. And still doesn't care. Like, Yeah. Like, I felt that rage that he felt as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was, oh, it was so good. And that fight on the side. And then him just unable to move because his arms were destroyed or whatnot. At the end, laying on oh, a yeah. table. Uh-huh. Like, just so helpless. That was cool. Oh, I loved it. It was very, like... It was like heartbreaking because it's like, oh, yes. like you're so different than the Doc Ock from the beginning of the game, but the transformation was pretty like clear and fluid. And I'm glad they didn't sense. just do like, oh, it was back in my head. I'm good now. It's like no, like that maybe like, sped it up, but you, this resentment was real. Like you did feel this. Yeah. All right. Do you want to talk about the post credit scene? Can we talk about Aunt May first? Oh, yeah. So that. I was operating on the assumption of how comic book movies work, and I genuinely did not think she was going to die. Oh, yeah, I did did not either. So I didn't give it the emotional weight it deserved. I was watching, and I was like, oh, this is good. She knew who he was the whole time, and then she dies. And I'm like, wow. What? (laughs) So, like, I feel mad about how I responded, but I can't really be mad at the game because the reason I responded incorrectly is because most things don't take the risk this game did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's just so weird. I was like, oh, they just killed aunt may like yeah <laughs> you can do that <laughs> feels like you shouldn't be able to yeah but i don't know i it was once i like had a moment to like sit with it it was pretty heartbreaking since this is my favorite form of aunt may by a long shot really 
Yeah. I think Murray's still is my favorite. It's just like funny. Yeah, that's the best part. I don't need Anne May to be. I Anne May isn't that important of a character for me to tell them the mail. Oh, Ethan, that <laughs> hurts me. She's awesome in this. She's one. just a mom. Like, she's no, she's like not. She's so mom. much more than that. She's like the operator feast. She's so caring and. Yeah, I guess. I love it. Um, but yeah, so that was sad. But post credit scene. Okay, so you didn't catch the symbiote. When Norman Osborn's like, oh, I will cure you, son, whatever. And then the symbiote jumps at Norman Osborn. That's a symbiote, not like his disease. Like, I'm almost confident that's... Oh, okay. What I was picturing... So, I, I, I once we talked about it, I was like, that's probably what he means. But I didn't click that uh, symbiote. I just thought that was going to be the aesthetic they chose for Green Goblin. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like a... Like... Like, what, do you think it's, like, mechanical, like, the, the like, green aspect? Or do you Maybe, think? yeah. Cause like, or, like, the disease was, like, an actual, like... What if the disease is a symbiote? I don't know. It, uh, the thing is, it's weird like that. Or it's, this is weird because, like, Eddie, Eddie Brock's Venom, but this is yeah. Harry Osborn. And then it was, like, so does that mean Harry Osborn's gonna, uh, then going to become Venom while his dad is Green Goblin? Whoa, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Well, think... Oh, and the Green Goblin grenades. Did you notice that? Yeah. yeah that was so cool. But I was pick, you know, Think how different Dane DeHaan in Amazing Spider-Man 2 looked from James Franco and William Defoe. Right, yeah, William Defoe looked. I just pictured this was their other version of how Green Goblin's going to look. And I like, guess... Just like, like that disease taking over his body, I guess. Yeah, maybe. But it makes sense that it's a symbiote. I, I'm pretty confident it's a symbiote. Oh, I'm so excited for DLC for them to dive more into this. I don't know if those. I think that's a part two. That's a game two. Oh yeah, they might try uh, me. Yeah, second game for a PS5. <laughs> oh, so I guess what's his face was not on vacation. It never dawned on me. I was like, he was on vacation, and then he got this. You know, no, he's probably just never on vacation. <laughs> no, he was never on vacation. <laughs> oh, I never thought about Ethan. That. <laughs> and then was there? Oh, do you want to talk about the Miles Morales and? Yeah, how so, cool was that? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. What a perfect! I love that they're like puberty. That yeah. that was the yeah. conclusion you jumped to. And I'm so glad Peter wasn't like, whoa, that's so cool that you can do that. Yeah. That's weird. I was, I love that he was immediately like, oh, I'll show you. Yeah. He was, he was immediately like, oh, it, it doesn't matter. Let's show him my, who I am. Yeah. Oh, and I, I want to like, yeah. I want to see like the next five minutes of that. So bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, yeah, it's good. They, they left me wanting more, which I think is very good out of yeah. any game. I think gripes aside, which we both had, you obviously had more like, mm-hmm the way a movie or a book or a video game leads you feeling is the most important thing. Yeah. And this felt, made me feel like I really, really wanted more. More gameplay, more story, especially more story, more of these characters. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah, so the suit I wanted, did I talk about the suit I wanted? It was like a symbiote suit, symbiote. like the black suit. Because the whole reason Venom oh, makes yeah. this would, is because the comics, they wanted to make a black suit for Spider-Man because they thought it'd be cool. And then they decided to make a story. <laughs> so <laughs> that's I love that that's how comic books work. Yeah. Um. Okay, but we've we've alluded to the boobies, and I wanted to just talk about the argument that this is the best Spider-Man movie out there. So, we have six movies so far. People are in either in two camps. Okay. Spider-Man 2 is the best, or Spider-Man Homecoming is the best. So, let's tackle Spider-Man 2 first. I, so neither of us are crazy about this movie, but no. neither of us have seen it recently. So, I tried to watch some clips... Yeah, I clips as well. Yeah. And CGI is horrible. But CGI does not <laughs> look great. Spider Man 1 CGI with Greek Goblin like takes off at one point, like at the parade, and he just takes off, and it, it was 
worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I, <gasps> ugh, horrible. But like I, I watched the bank heist scene, mm-hmm. and I, it just the action doesn't it doesn't feel a little special in any way. That being said, I hate the action in Homecoming. It's my least favorite part of the movie. Like wow. I, I kind of turn off my brain. In I the, like it. Really? You talking just third act or all action? I guess just third act because I like the Mount. Their um, Washington Monument stuff. Yeah, I like. Also, I like when he's in the bank and he fights him. That was good too. I like, and then I, I love because I, I felt like Homecoming didn't really focus on the action. It was no. always like making jokes. I feel like some people probably had problems with it, but like I, I don't. I I played Spider Man. I've seen six Spider Man movies. I don't need Spider Man to fu- uh, to fight. Like I don't need to see that. I'd rather see him make jokes and like the whole fight. It before he's about to get in the truck to steal whatever when he's in washington dc remember mm-hmm. then he's like activate kill mode like that whole thing i like that like all that like that's not really a fight scene but i like i prefer that much more than to him just walking up and beating up the guards like i like that a lot. true yeah i am um, yeah i don't know so i think both of us were falling the camp that spider-man 2 is not the best spider-man movie in our opinion no. i like i watched the train scene and i'm like it's good I've but at it. best it's like like it doesn't feel like it's better than Days of Future Past. It doesn't feel like it's better. It than... doesn't hold up. Like I don't. I think before the MCU, like comic book movies are incredibly at a disadvantage. And I, I don't know. Twenty years from now, I'll be like, oh, because even now, I'm like the Phase One movies are not the best. But I don't think twenty years from now, I'll be like, oh, Winter Soldier doesn't hold up. Yeah. Because but I I rewatching a lot of Spider Man Two, Spider Man One, and I watched Spider Man Three, but we want to talk about that. No, we can't. Really. But. Like okay. they just don't, they just don't hold up. And maybe it's because I don't like Sam Raimi's directing style. But I just, oh, no, I just wasn't doing it for me. The one I we talked about this um, before the podcast, but <laughs> the car goes flying and he saves MJ, and then they both stand up <laughs> like Edgar Wright, <laughs> pop into frame, and it's like bump zoom into their faces, yeah. and then bump zoom into Octavius walking in, and then bump zoom closer to their faces, and it does it like six times, yeah. and it's like. Because I don't like the Evil Evil Dead. I've only seen the first one, but I don't really like that movie either. And mm-hmm. I think I just don't like Sam Raimi's directing style. No, I don't. I do not like Tobey Maguire. I don't think Tobey Maguire is a convincing Peter Parker or. He was Spider-Man. like thirty-two in I the know. first one. There's, so in in the movies, Harry Osborn's like Peter Parker's best friend, mm-hmm. but it's established that Harry Osborn never went to the same school as him, but they, he like went in the last year. But Peter Parker goes to a public school. So it was like uh, James Franco's character goes in his senior year and then all in throughout Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2, and Spider-Man 2, he said, oh, we're best friends. Remember when we played pickup basketball? And like all this like stupid ass <laughs> shit. That's like, you barely know each other. In the game, it was so good because like you're walking around um, Norman's penthouse and it's like, oh, we used to watch movies like yeah, this. that's cute. I love that. I wish I could see that. I, I want to play that game where we're just watching movies. Yeah, you're young. Norman Osborn. But... Okay, so Spider-Man 2 is not the best. No. I love Homecoming, but I feel like... Don't don't give me that look. I feel like because this game is Peter when he's older, the emotions and themes were more impactful than in Homecoming because the stakes were larger. I'm okay with Homecoming being the smaller stakes. In fact, I like that, especially coming off five movies where it tried to be end of the world, mm-hmm. end of New York. Um, But... Just like what Peter goes through in this in the game, mm-hmm. like affected me so much more than what Peter goes through in Homecoming. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I, yeah, I, I, I disagree. <laughs> I think <laughs> okay. I think Spider Man Homecoming. I think Peter Parker at his best, and Spider Man at his best is the small story. And 
I think homecoming is all about Peter Parker proving to himself that like he's because he knows he's super, but does he know he's hero yet? So I think the like the end of the movie and then him like choosing not to become like the, the whatever taking the Mark II suit or Mark, the Mark III suit. Where the, the Starks, the second Stark suit, yeah. like it, like that arc works so well, and I feel like, in, I feel like he goes through a lot of conflict and turmoil in Spider-Man on PS4, but I don't think, to me, he doesn't feel that different. Like he's already matured. Like it doesn't, whatever happens to him, it's just like, oh, that sucks. But now, like at the end of the game, it just feels like he's himself again. But like it's more about the relationships he has is what changes. But for a Spider-Man movie and or well i guess movie and or game it uh homecoming felt more important more in line with what i want this better than movie or just narrative in general okay i I, i'm I'm coming i'm coming around i was on the fence um i could see the argument either way i like that he's super but does is he a hero yeah Yeah. i like that a lot and i mean my favorite spider-man moment ever is when he's pinned under yeah. the rocks and we've talked about it before mm-hmm. we talked about it in a podcast before yeah but that just hits me so yeah hard. I have also tom holland blows uh ps4 spider-man toby mcguire and our andrew garfield out of the water he's yeah. so good and i not that i dislike the spider-man on ps4 voice actor but it's like i don't know doesn't for me spider-man will always be despite not seeing homecoming until i'm 16 spider-man to me will always be tom holland really uh, i think so i hope so <laughs> <laughs> well i think it's fair to say that we recommend both homecoming and the game and not spider-man 2 <laughs> and not spider-man 2 i'm just as someone who isn't crazy about the first five spider-man movies we got in the 21st century mm-hmm. i'm really glad that we've now gotten civil war homecoming and, and Infinity War. War. All incredible Spider-Man movies. And no, I, no one complains about Spider-Man in any of those movies. Ever. Yeah. yeah. Like, the problems never touch on Spider-Man. And now we have an incredible game that gets web shooting right. It gets... Villains right. Villains right. Octavius right. MJ, Aunt May, Miles, Jefferson Davis, other characters as well. Mm-hmm. All right. We're finally getting media that gets Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And I'm really grateful for that. Ryan's back for our outro. I think it's safe to say, if you're a Spider-Man fan, skip the game, watch Sam Raimi's trilogy. Especially yeah. three. No, skip the game, watch Spider-Man 3. That's it. <laughs> on repeat. It's on Netflix now. Yeah. Exactly. I, that joke doesn't he's, really translate in podcasts, but he's I'm going to leave it in. What? When, when uh, Eddie Brock's all like, God, do one thing for me and kill Peter Parker. <laughs> and then it, <laughs> the symbiote falls out of it. You're trash, Brock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you see any Spider-Man media, make it Venom. <laughs> I, I, is that what he says? Yeah, I, don't know. Yeah, I don't know what he says. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm, no, I'm doing oh, Eminem. Oh, Parasite Miss Channel. I'll see you next time. <laughs> my leg was broken, and now it's not broken. What happened? We haven't seen the movie. This is all just like <laughs> things we've watched. Um, but yeah, it's safe to say we recommend the game, Homecoming. Whatever you're looking for in Spider-Man, there's now officially media out there. So, give the game a try if you haven't yet. But, to close out, I'm Clayton Terry. I'm Ryan Terry. And I'm Ethan Terry. And we'll see you next time. Keep on swinging. Oh, God. That was the worst one yet. (laughs)